Hello and welcome to the latest 5Ws podcast. Today we are looking at episode 7 of The Bad Batch. I'm Macca and I'm here with... OJ. So let's get started. Who, what, where, when, why? How many ways can you... How many ways can you try? How many ways can you die? Who? The Star Wars episode is Rex. <laughs> is Rex. Captain Rex. Whatever. A clone trooper that many people are familiar with. You want to do that again? <laughs> Someone's eating chocolate, people. <laughs> what? Episode 7 of The Bad Batch. Um, where? Most of this set is set on Raza, was it? Something like that? I think. I, I didn't really I catch it. I've heard of this planet before. It sounded familiar. I don't know. It wasn't the one from the start of Force Awakens that Ray was on, was it? No, no, I don't think so. I think so. Okay, anyway, I've heard it before. Or it's another name. Maybe it's in another show. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. When? There actually seems to be a bit of time between this episode and the previous one. Amiga and Rekka have gotten into an interesting habit after their missions. Why? This is the first time in what feels like a long time that we've actually seen some progress in the overall story arc of this series. So Absolutely that's, agree. A, that's a positive <laughs> thing. <laughs> Yahoo! We finally start the episode with some action. The gang in their shuttle are being pursued and fired upon by three smaller ships. Pew, pew, pew! Pew, pew, pew! <laughs> They need to hit hyperspace, but something is wrong with the drive. It's up to Echo to resolve this problem. He's making Tech look like the useless member of the team these days. Yeah, there's quite an overlap in these characters. Since the Tech person is probably the most important member of a squad like this, it makes sense to have two who can carry out the role, but it doesn't work so effectively dramatically because, yeah, with the overlap, it looks a bit silly sometimes. Nice to see some action right at the start of the episode as well, just throwing Mm. us into the middle of things, which is a Star Wars tradition in a way. A, yes. a lot of films and, and things just chucked us in the middle and we just got to try and wing it from there. But I do like it. I'll just point out one thing. I noticed it more later in the episode. That freaking shuttle they're on, I don't know if you noticed, when they're looking out of the cockpit window, it's got that massive beam going down the middle, um, creating this huge blind spot for anybody trying to pilot the damn thing. Did you notice that? Yeah, I know. I know it's got that, but don't the uh, Imperial shuttles are like that as well? No, I think they've just got they're one, one complete the screen. Front. Okay, most yeah. ships do, and most ships should have. I don't, I don't know. I'm nitpicking, but to me, the di- design aesthetically wise, it looks terrible. Looks like the pursuing ships are after a lizard type creature that the gang stole off them, though it seems they originally stole the lizard from someone else. The lizard gets out of its cage, and hilarity commences with it climbing up into onto Rekka's face he once again bangs his head forcing the lizard off his face and to be captured back in his cage by Amiga a nice little sequence for once back at SIDS the gang hand over the lizard so they can get paid for the job they just pulled Amiga and Ricker get permission from Hunter to head off to do their traditional end-of-job celebration. A nice bit of bonding that isn't too sugary and actually helps later in the episode. There's a mysterious cloaked figure drinking at the back of the bar. Hmm, wonder who that could be. It's Darth Vader coming to pick up his cloned daughter, <laughs> Omega, finally. 
In Sid's office, the rest of the gang get their cut of the job money. It's fuck all to what looks like Sid's cut is. She shows them that she's taking care of the costs of docking, supplies, etc., and something that looks like popcorn. Sid's being pretty brave here. I'm sure most mercs don't handle hidden costs as well as the Bad Batch seem to. I'm sure with other people, that would be enough to get Sid blasted in the Star Wars universe. (laughs) We find out that the popcorn is the traditional end-of-job celebration treat had by Amiga and Rekka. It's always put on Sid's tab. I laughed at that point, and it, 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 it was kind of funny. The moral to the story is don't force the freaking humor and we'll work a lot, it'll work a lot better. Just find where it is. Just put it there. Don't hit people over the head with it. That was just underplayed and worked really, really well. Anyway, yeah. Back at the bar and Hammerhead and friend go over to piss off our mysterious cloaked friend, claiming he's sitting in Hammerhead's chair. I Sit had to- Hammerhead, so he's not being left out. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I had, that was my first Star Wars figure. Oh, God. <laughs> Sid tells the guys they need a big score to make things square before they see her ugly side because she's not running a charity in helping the guys out financially. A big score like the data from the tactical droid from the previous episode. I guess Tech didn't make a copy of that data and his joke about Sid's ugly side goes down like a lead balloon and she calls him goggles. Much better banter than we're used to, but Maka has a problem with some of it. Off you go. Now, before I continue on with the recap, we all know Tech wears some sort of glasses, but with Sid calling them goggles as a put-down, I wonder how many kid bullies she's educating into calling kids who wear glasses to be called goggles. Come on, Star Wars, you're better than this. Oh no, AJ, did I just have my own Orco PSA moment? Boy, I sure got myself in trouble today. They hear a blast from the bar and go to investigate. We see Hammerhead and Friend run out of the bar and the camera pans over to our mysterious cloaked figure. Hey, I had a toy hammerhead. That's a real, that's really <laughs> an insult. Screw these guys. Sid demands to know who our mysterious cloaked figure is. He removes his cloak, and before anyone says his name, you can hear a bazillion fanboys and girls around the world splooge in their pants all at once at the sight of Rex. Oh. <laughs> it's been a while, boys and then tells the guys his story via the way of a screen swipe as to not bore the viewers, especially AJ and I, with it ending that he's been keeping a low profile. Pay attention, Bad Batch gang. That's what you haven't been doing. With the low profile (laughs) they haven't been maintaining, it's a wonder that a Star Destroyer and 10 million bounty hunters haven't turned up on the scene yet. Also, it looks like AJ's theory about it being Bail Organa at the end of the last episode was wrong. Rafa and Trace were hollow chatting with Rex. That's how he's tracked the gang down to Sid's bar. Okay, first thing. Did you disagree with my theory? No. No. <laughs> when did they say that? I didn't hear that at all. So I, I think it's Rex, being made up. Rex and, said it. Screw you guys. Nah, screw you guys. It's being made up. I don't Rex believe Rex said it. No, no. <laughs> he said, didn't hear it. You said he was talking to them. Oh, okay. Fake news. <laughs> Amigo and Rekka arrive back at Sid's. And Rekka gives Rex a kiss and a cuddle because he's missed him. It'd be really sad if Rekka got killed this episode, wouldn't it? Amiga is introduced to Rex and we find out that Rex is a first print clone and could be worth a lot of money if kept in mint condition. Does this mean that the rest of the clones are a copy of a copy? That could explain a lot. Inbred much? Maybe they should call Rex Uncle Dad. <laughs> 
cue Wrecker's headache again. Looks like this storyline may finally be resolved. Rex finds out that the gang haven't removed their inhabitor chips and tells them they are ticking time bombs. Even though nobody else in the group has been having symptoms similar to Wrecker, plot hole, why did Crosshair, hey, remember him, turn to the dark side then? A plan is devised on how to get the chips out by meeting Rex on a planet where there's a graveyard of old rusting starships. They meet up with Rex, who flew in a Y-wing, and follow him to a Jedi cruiser on the starship graveyard. Rex mentions his chip was removed on one just like it. They also mention that there's um, the people who are processing all the ships are pretty dangerous and all that sort of thing, so mm-hmm. they have to avoid them as well. Interest, uh, important plot point. So, <laughs> all right. So Rex mentions his chip was removed. By whom and why? Bail Organa, who the sisters contacted in the previous ah. episode, may be. Probably. Definitely. They pass some murky water and something moves in it. Hunter tells him to stay above the line of sight. I tell AG that something in that murky water is going to happen later in the episode. Never going to happen. No way. Don't believe you. They all climb aboard the Jedi cruiser and make their way to the medical bay. Unfortunately, their path is stopped by a rusted canyon section. Rex sorts out a plan with some cable where they can shuffle across. They each make it over and Wrecker is the last to go. Due to all that popcorn he ate earlier, the cable stretches and snaps at one end and he falls. Lucky for him, the end of the cable wraps around his ankle and saves him from falling on into that murky water. Yes, that murky water we had telegraphed to us earlier. From that murky water comes a tentacle that wraps its, itself around Wrecker's torso and pulls him towards the water. The gang try to pull Wrecker up. Wrecker with his knife cuts himself from the tentacle, but many more come up and wrap themselves around him and in he goes to the murky water. It goes silent in the water until we see Wrecker emerge and grab onto the cable again for the gang to pull him up. Tentacles begin to grab onto Wrecker, but Rex blasts the body of what looks like a Salek which causes it to let go of Wrecker and up he goes. So another key creature gets away without being killed. Pretty standard behavior for this series. Didn't mind the call back to his vertigo, which seems to come and go as well. Maybe yeah, now yeah. the chip's removed. Oh, oh spoiler. But maybe, maybe <laughs> if they remove the chip, that would fix up his vertigo. Who knows? Yeah, ultimately this bit was stolen from countless other films, including Lord of the Rings and A New Hope. And it would have been nice to see some more creativity used, but whatever. We've already seen a lot of running around creatures, so I guess they had to have something aquatic this time. All right. They make it to the med bay, and Echo boots up the power to start the body scanner. Wrecker is the first to be scanned. Amiga tries to be that annoying voice of reason as to why they shouldn't do the procedure. Hey, kid, you're the one who told them about the chips. Surely you would also know that the chips cause the clones to kill people who don't follow Order 66? Wouldn't it make sense to roof the chips, even if risky? Yeah, but the point is, she she wasn't as whiny as normal, but still whiny. True. She probably would have been happier if they had tried it out on somebody other than Wrecker first, eh? She's becoming attached to him, so she didn't want his <laughs> life at risk. As the Mark Kane say in the military, don't get to know your people too well. I'm sure by the end of the season, they'll consider each other a family. Rex tells them that after he had his chip taken out, that they couldn't save the general, but could save the Padawan. Who was the general? And was that Padawan Grogu Baby Yoda? 
or was he talking about Bill Arbor and Caleb from the first episode? It was Bill Arbor and Caleb, and I thought Hunter said it. Maybe I'm tripping out. I don't know. I'd have to <laughs> Wrecker hulks out, and the gang try to stop him. First, he knocks out Tep. They decide to draw him out in the open, but he succeeded in knocking them all down, and then Amiga saves Hunter by shooting a laser blast past Wrecker's head. Wrecker goes after Amiga, and a game of catch chases begins. Just as Wrecker is about to harm Amiga, Rex shoots him with a stun blast. Nice bit of action here, well staged. Hunter and his freaking knife again, though. Why is, you know, why is, and why is Rex the only one to use his gun set on stun? Doesn't Amiga know that there's about the stun mode? Seriously? We are then back in the med bay, and Wrecker is having his chip removed, but has not woken up. Don't die, Wrecker! Okay, I'm just going to put in a point here that I haven't really made on, on anything. I am sick to death of her accent. I'm really, really getting... <laughs> it's neutral. Oh, no, 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 no. Which other clone has this accent? None of them. Do the cloners on Camino have this accent? None of them. Are they trying to say that it's genetic or something? Just whatever. It, it just in some parts in this episode... It was sounding particularly stupid. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's distracting. It's really distracting. So I'm sick of it. He finally awakens and the procedure is a success. The rest of the gang then have their chips removed. Wrecker is sorry for what he did under the control of the chip. And, and Amiga forgives him with their tradition of eating popcorn after a mission. It was really good that uh, Wrecker could remember what he did and that he felt like crap for doing it. Lesser storytellers would have skipped over it with a traditional, I don't remember anything sort of crap. Similar to when um, in Star Trek, when Jean-Luc Picard was made into Locutus by the Borg and remembered everything he did when he was possessed to try and destroy the Enterprise and take over Earth. And they said to Picard at the end of that, what do you remember? And he goes, everything. Just, just effective storytelling. Anyway, Rekka will probably have PTSD in the future and probably have to get veterans benefits. Anyway. Rex and Hunter have a chat and tell each other that once they sort out their stuff, they will be there for each other. Ooh. <laughs> Saucy. They're only a hollow call. <laughs> They're only a hollow call away. Rex then bails. A party of scrapyard workers spot the gang on the Jedi cruiser decide to call the Empire. Ooh, does this mean we might finally see crosshair in the next episode? Um, and recap. <laughs> Okay, so I just got some notes here. So this episode was a lot better than the previous ones, even though we've continued to take the piss out of it. Uh, <laughs> it it's still, it, it's, it's, it was a lot better. Um, that still doesn't get them off the hook for the crap they've produced so, so far. Yeah. There's been a lot of filler episodes and I don't want them to go back to that, but I'm sure with, what is it, episode seven? So we've still got another nine episodes to go. So I'm sure... Yeah. Most of them are going to be filler as well. Uh, Gonk, Gronk Droid finally appeared again. Always good to see. Even if yes, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> yeah, good, good they threw him in. And very important. Gonk, Gronk, Gronk. Without him. Uh, wow. An episode ending that really tries to make you keen to watch the next one. Are the writers listening yeah. to our podcast maybe? Because the times we've said. Fingers crossed they are. <laughs> put in a cliffhanger or something, guys. Try and try and drag us Yes. In. Rather than just, oh, we've hit the end of our word limit. Can we put any more in? No. Uh, you know, it works much better this way. Um, 
the episode was i'm going back over myself what though the episode was well written and executed well <laughs> and in a lot of ways it wasn't very dissimilar to a lot of other episodes only they just managed to get things right for once it was still omega being annoying and some of the team being stupid and all that stuff but they just did it in such a way it was infinitely more watchable i suspect we'll revert to the usual formula soon enough though too many episodes left in the season i already said that ultimate question for this episode with the chips removed from the soldiers will they now gain a sex drive (laughs) i suspect the chips have been holding this back (laughs) seriously (laughs) well it's yeah it's responsible for them being obedient and all that sort of shit so mm-hmm. you know, and, and and the other thing I didn't mention my, in my notes. Now we know what they're going to do to save Crosshair. Ooh, yeah, I, I. You know what I mean? I reckon. I like. I like to think he, we we'll get a couple of. I mean, I I'm fingers crossed he's in the next one. Like I like it. They it. Like I know. Well, some how material we, entanglement. Yeah. Yeah, like how we said, like you know, it, it seems to be like a, a period of time has happened since like episode six yeah with this yeah. one i like it to be like boom like straight into into episode eight and it and the yeah. and crosshair and gang appear via hyperspace and it's on sort of thing i think you know but but unfortunately uh, I, it's probably not going to happen probably not going to happen there's just too many freaking episodes left i just yeah yeah you know it's it's like if every episode from now on was like that that episode i could certainly forgive this series for being a bit slow at the start but i really just don't see it happening yeah you'd like to think yeah next episode let's get straight into it and pick up where we left off but who knows they they could even drag it out even further they could even have them do another freaking mission who knows but like i say the, the chances of imperial entanglements happening now should be much higher and it'd just be interesting to see how things have progressed and all that sort of stuff yeah it was just a surprising episode in it there's still the same team as far as I could tell. It just showed what they could do when they put their minds to it, I guess. So I'd give this one three to three and a half out of five. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a three and a half. It's getting almost a four. Yeah. Like I said, something actually happened and it started like with a bang and it yeah. kind of, kind of, or I'm not saying kind of ended with a bang, but like it definitely ended with a, with a cliffhanger sort of thinking yeah, like, yeah, bang, yeah. is Crosshair going to be in the next one? Like, you know, ooh, 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 sort of. Yeah, it, it so showed like, potential. Yeah. No, I'll give it three and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll knock it back down to three and yeah. a half. I mean, if, if you were just going to compare it to all the other episodes already, you, you probably would give it a four. But I, I, I'm, I want it to be three and a half for True. encouragement because they can do better and they're obviously listening to us. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. so, so you know, I, I, I want to give these guys a four. God, I'd love to give them a five. I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I, I just really, you know, once again, we always go back to this. This is the episode they sold to us on May the 4th. So, you know, here we are more than a month later and it's, and it's been a lot of shit up until now. Yeah, so they, they just really need to get their shit together and get organized with that sort of thing and help us out a bit. So, all right. So I think that's all we really need to say about this one. Um, we don't need to bitch for half an hour about how shit it was for once. No. <laughs> all once. Let's <laughs> this way, guys. Let's, let's keep the reviewers happy. Yeah. So, yeah, it would be really nice. So... Thanks for everybody for listening. I won't end with the traditional motherfucker because I don't need to. <laughs> so I'll leave. I'll, I won't say motherfucker ever. You'll never hear me say motherfucker in this podcast. So uh, <laughs> I think I might have to bleep a little bit of that. But anyway, um, all right then. So everybody have a good day. 
And fingers crossed, um, maybe we might get some other good episodes in the future. Catch you later. Thanks for listening. See ya. Okay, hits. <laughs> what? Where? When? Why? How many ways can you? How many ways can you try? How many ways can you die? We are then back in the med bay and Wrecker is having his chip removed, but Not has woken up. They wait until he regains consciousness. But Not has woken up. Splooge sound effects, really? Macca <laughs> trying his hardest to earn us that X-rating classification. Again, well done. That'll really broaden the audience. Well, I just mean like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's easy, easy. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just find a porn film somewhere <laughs> that, that has that has that sound effect, which doesn't happen, and, and just... Make it, yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ejaculation sound effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good. Yeah, good.